A good realtor will spend three hours a day calling. This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Folks, we got quite the show for you today. Uh, We're going to be chatting as you always know on the show, we're always talking about attraction-based, attraction-based, but we're going to be talking about content marketing specifically today. Talking about the SEO, like people get this question to us all the time. They'll write into the show or they'll leave a note or they'll do something. They'll be like, well, I want to do my uh, website and I want to get some SEO going on my website. So I'm trying to look for a content or a company that I could just get some SEO and SEO. It's like, wow, because you guys probably heard the word SEO, maybe at a conference or a video you were using. And you think you just go ahead and just push a button and just call it SEO. Folks, if you don't start building your own damn content, you aren't going to have any SEO because the only way you get SEO is through content creation. So what I'm hoping that we're going to get through on this uh, show today is what type of content should you create and all of the ins and outs behind SEO. And we brought on, this guy's got a little bit of an accent, you guys. I talk really fast and raw. This guy's going to do the complete opposite. And he joins us because he is an Australian born. And before we got onto this call, it's 5 p.m. right now. When I'm recording this podcast, and I'm like, dude, where the hell are you located? He's like, I'm in Vietnam right now. So this guy's literally on the other side of the world. And he's literally like one of the best guys when it comes to SEO. And we're going to be talking about SEO specifically for the real estate industry uh, in particular. So that's what we're going to get in today. And without further ado, I want to go ahead and introduce our guest. Uh, his name is Mr. Chris Reed. Chris, what's up, dude? Hey, Mike, I'll, uh, I'll try and speak a little bit slow just so people can actually understand what I'm saying. <laughs> My little Aussie twang does get a bit uh, bit hard sometimes. It's all good. The women probably love it right now. Like, oh, Australian heartthrob. Oh, my God. Listen to that voice. But go so, ahead, Chris. Tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, a little background, and then we'll get into so it. So I, I tend not to talk about SEO directly because it's boring and who cares? People don't really care about how SEO works. They care about how to grow their business and get customers. And that's what we talk about. So I'm originally a software engineer from Australia. You know, I worked in, worked in finance, which was fabulous until the global financial crisis came around and took my job away. And then I was like, well, what the hell am I going to do with my life? And being a computer geek, I built an online game, not because I wanted to start a business or anything. I had no idea about business just because I wanted to geek out. And as the website and the game was coming to fruition, I was like, well, how the hell do you get people to a website? And that's when I started learning about SEO. And that's when I've discovered what backlinks are, which are the secret to how Google works. Built a bunch of backlinks to my website. It shot up the rankings. We generated heaps of traffic. I went, oh my God, I'm sitting on a gold mine. So I ditched the game, quickly organized a service to sell backlinks and been doing it ever since. Interesting. And you guys like have a niche in the real estate space too, right? Like, you Oh get, man, I, uh, I love working with real estate. You know, Cause cool. like, Real estate and uh, passive investment syndication companies, like they understand investments and that's what you're building. You know, like to build a valuable digital asset, it does take time. Like if it was easy to do, then everyone would be doing it. Yep. You know, it takes a lot of time and effort to get it, get it right. And, you know, people that understand investments understand that, you know, you're building a vehicle that's going to drive the growth of your business for 
forever, you know, and like seriously, you get no better investment than well, a let's, website. Let's see if they do understand. I want to put this in realtor terms, folks. This is what SEO is in your, the way that you guys would understand it because you guys are like, well, SEO, SEO. So let's just take location, location, location. Okay. Real estate agents. That's what makes a property valuable. Fair enough. Right. Location, location, location. Well, we buy based upon location and what it could possibly do in the future. So when we're talking about a website that has proper SEO, it's equivalent to having a property located on the corner of location and location, right? Because people will, if it's a good walker by traffic area, people will just, any business you put in there, it's just going to make money. But when you're SEO in your website, we're really talking about is getting it to rank in or place so that people get found. Now, what I did is that worst mistake ever is I, I went to a content marketing conference and this is about maybe nine, 10 years ago. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to become blogging. I'm just going to start. I'm going to become the encyclopedia of Google. And I got SEO, but folks don't do what I did. I wrote 12, 1000 word articles within a seven day time frame about what I thought was cool, not what people actually type into the URL or in the Google. I just thought it was all oh, my opinion. If I create good content, oh my God, the world is going to just follow me. Folks, what we think doesn't fucking matter. What matters is what people type in to the thing called Google, Yahoo, Bing, whatever the fuck it is. So I want you to walk us through SEO and dumb it down for us because we got to start creating content people look for, not what we think is cool. That's a fabulous analogy there, Mike, and re really poignant because like web designers, they don't understand what the hell the point of a website is. It doesn't have to look amazing. It doesn't have to look beautiful. I mean, sure, it'll convert better if it does. The main purpose is to say what the hell you do and get that message in front of the people looking for you. So before you break ground on, on a, a new website, before you write content, before you even do a podcast, before you do anything, you need to start with keyword research. You need to understand what your potential customer is searching for in what volume. That's when you can start working from the keyword. That's how you work out how to structure your website. So if you think about like Amazon, right? Be amazon.com slash movies slash music slash fashion. Then under fashion, you've got men's and women's and then you know, sub subcategories like that. So you, you work out what the main pages are, the main category pages of your website. And then you work out how to make blog content that's relevant to what those people are searching for. But one bit that you kind of missed out, right, is like content is great, but you know, anyone can write any crap they want and put it on the internet. How does Google know if they can trust you? Like you can, you can say, hey, I'm the best realtor in the US. I got the awesome houses or whatever the hell. And how's Google know if that's true or not? They have no idea. There's actually a really fabulous SEO tool called Ahrefs, uh, which is really good if you want to do your own keyword research. They, it's a pretty expensive tool, but they have a trial for like seven bucks for seven days or something, which is more than enough for any amateur to get the data they need. So it's a, it's, that's a pretty affordable start. But they made this article recently where they analyzed 2 billion pieces of content, 2 billion pieces of content. And they found that 90.63% of content gets zero traffic from Google. That's zero, no traffic whatsoever. And they broke it down even further that 0.21% of content, so well less than 1%, gets over 1,000 visitors, so any significant amount of content traffic from Google. And it's a really long article and it's really fascinating if you're into SEO, but if you're into growing your business, the only thing you need to know is the difference between the pages that get traffic and the ones that don't are ones that have backlinks. It's that simple. A backlink is a link from one website to another. And that's how Google knows they can trust you. 
So Larry Page, he's the co-founder of Google. He was at university many years ago when Yahoo and AltaVista and all those other crappy search engines were ruling the world. And they were based on content. You know, if you wrote, I'm the best realtor a thousand times on your website, you'd come up for I'm the best realtor, which, you know, was ridiculous. And Larry Page went, hey, you know, when someone writes a thesis, if everyone else is referencing that thesis, then it's a really good thesis, right? He said, well, it must be the same with the website. If you've got a website and everyone's referencing your website, linking to your website, it must be a really good website. And that's basically how SEO works. One, you need to know what your customers are searching for, work out, do the keyword research. Then, of course, you need content that is relevant to those keywords. And then you need backlinks to build your authority. Get those three right. So let me ask you a question. This is from my own personal knowledge. I get two or three people a day emailing me being like, hey, dude, I want to, they just want to write an article. They just want the links. But I don't know what to tell them because I'm I'm so damn busy. I'm just like, all right, well, yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, I'll get back to you. But walk me through this a little bit further so people understand, like, uh, let's give a hypothetical so we can put it in the context. So a backlink could be like, take it on my website and let's adapt it to a hyper-local like real estate agency. So, so a, a big reason why I podcast a lot and I tend to be on real estate podcasts a lot is we work a lot with realtors. And sure, it's awesome being on a podcast because you actually get in front of that audience. And I hope you know, the audience is, is, is listening going, man, this guy's awesome. I want to talk to him. So that's good. But also what I really want is the backlink from your website because we don't want to rank for SEO type keywords. So you also ah, have to think you about want the podcast backlink. I get what you're doing. Makes a lot of sense. You need to think about the search intent, right? We don't want to rank for SEO type keywords because people that are searching SEO, they want to learn about SEO and do it themselves. We want to get in front of people that are going, how do I grow my business? How do I get more customers? How do I get more leads for my real estate business? We want real estate related keywords. And so what better backlink can we get is one from something that's real estate related, like a real estate podcast. You know, those are super awesome backlinks. So you want something that's relevant to you. So a good example also is uh, one of our customers, Avery Carl, who is a big dog realtor. She's in the top 1,000. I think she's hit my number Yeah, I've had her on my show. Oh, she's super cool chick. She's like a, a total gun. And so she sells investment properties and then gets paid twice by managing them for you as well. And so she works, her main uh, money pot is, is the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. And so she works That's with right. a lot of local service providers that, you know, that look after the properties that she's, she's maintaining. And so they want her work. So they give backlinks to her. So we put an article on their website and a link to them, you know, cause who knows more about the Smoky Mountains than other service providers in the Smoky Mountains, even though that they're not really big and authoritative, they're really, really niche relevant. So like, you know, most realtors are focusing on a, a on a geographical location. So if you can get links in that geographical location, that's super valuable. So the backlinks are really good. It's like, you know, generally, if you are focused on a certain location, you're not in competition with someone on the other side of the com- country and they can give you a backlink in exchange, you know. Generally, the bigger and more powerful the website, the, the better, but the more niche relevant it is. So like if it's in your local area, that's really good. Or if it's in your niche, if it's another real estate website, that's really good too. Interesting. That's really, really cool. So you're saying that regardless of the content you create, so how relevant is the keyword research? Like, obviously, let me just put this in the context. So my best performing article when I was still in practice was Chicago closing costs. And I actually had the snippet text on that. I was actually the, if you guys don't know what a Google snippet is, it's like that little, when you type in a a search, 
it's the first bit that they take like a snippet from your article. And that was my number one inbound. I was getting, I was getting 5,000 hits organically to my real estate website in Chicago a month, which was good for a real estate agent website with no traffic being driven. It was just pure organic. But that article was the number one most linked, but I didn't have backlinks at that time. I mean, this is probably in 2013, 2014. So what's changed between now and, and then? And when did this happen? Or maybe I did have backlinks. I don't know. Maybe yeah. other people pointed to it. Yeah. If you have really good articles, people do link to them. Like we've got a fabulous article uh, about how many searches per day on Google. And we've been updating it for like the last six years. We, you know, at the moment it says in 2020 and we update it every year and it's got backlinks from all of the best SEO tools because people need to reference it because we've got all this great statistical data. We're working on another project at the moment, which is about podcast advertising rates. So like we're reaching out with podcast hosts and going, okay, what, like how much is your advertising rates? so that we can have a really great statistical piece. And then, you know, everyone that's interested in podcast hosting and podcast consulting, then they link to that article and we get links organically, which also generates your customers. Interesting. Well, let's get down into the real estate agent angle. Like what kind of backlinks, what type of uh, companies? And, and is there a difference if, can you backlink to a page? Like say, let's just say a realtor wanted to backlink to a page that, gives them authority, but they have to be pointed the other way around, right? People can't just, can a realtor just go in or anyone just go in and say, oh, I'm going to link up to this site. Well, I mean, so the, the reason a backlink is valuable, right? Is because it's really hard to BS it, right? Like, cause you don't own the other website. You can link to whoever you want, but having them link back to you is what's important, right? And you, you can't make that happen. Like, you know, bigger pockets, which is a big, big time authority website, having a link from them is really valuable because they're big and strong. You can link to them in your article, but having them link back to you is where the, where the money's at. You know? And, you know, getting backlinks is hard and time consuming, like writing good content, like a really easy way for Google to see the value of a website is how much content there is. Every bit of content needs to be over 500 words because it's really, you know, that's an easy metric for Google to look at and go, is it good or not? Because writing content takes time and that's what they're looking for. Getting backlinks takes time. Like I have to go on a podcast and talk to you for an hour, you know, and then, and then get some content on your website. Like it's hard to BS that system and that's what they're looking for. You know, so that's in, in a sense, essence, why they're valuable. That but makes one a thing, lot of sense. Probably why I get so many real estate. I get a lot of podcast companies that will reach out on behalf of real estate agents. That's probably why. Yeah. Yeah. And man, like the big reason we love real estate is most people have no idea what they're doing. The market is so open. Like one of the newest strategies that we've uh, just developed is for Naples in Florida, which I think has the most billionaires. It's like, like super duper rich. And like the keywords are so like, I mean, her average sales, like two and a half million dollars or something. And like the search volume is, is high enough that she can get heaps of leads but the competition is nothing. It's just, we're going to destroy it. We even like went for informational keywords too, is like, you know, how to invest $2 million. The search volume on how to invest $2 million isn't that high, but you can be sure that someone that's searching that, they got some money that they're ready to invest, right? Another keyword that we often use for like uh, syndication companies that we work with is like how to invest 50K because most of their starting packages are like 50K. And so someone that's looking for that is your perfect customer. So that's really the most important part is understanding what your customer is actively searching for. You know, you've got to get that right so that you know how to structure your website, how to write your content. And yeah, like that, that's the really important part. But then, 
you know, even getting them to your website, like it boggles my mind that some, some of the big real estate websites that even have lots of traffic, they're missing out on a lot of stuff that they could be doing better convert. Like when people come to your website, it needs to have a, like people often forget and they, they make it about them. No one cares about you. You know, it needs to clearly identify that you fix that person's problem. Like someone's searching for a problem and the first thing needs to say, yes, we fix that problem. You know, like how to invest 50K and it needs to say, here's how to invest 50K. And then you show that you're an authority. Yes, I know how to, how to do this and then make it easy for them to take action. Wait, I thought I should be talking about how long I've been in the business or how many, <laughs> I, how many, how many awards I've won. I mean, isn't, come on, what, what do you mean? This doesn't make sense, Chris. Yeah. So, I mean, generally, like if you talk about like how to invest 50K, people aren't going to click on a button, give you $50,000 right now. So you want to have a title that goes, yeah, this is how, how to do it. Build your authority. Yep, cool. Now, now they trust you. You're not going to have a buy now button and put in your credit card and pay 50K. You download a lead magnet. And so a lead magnet will be something like, what's the five biggest mistakes people make getting into investing? Or something that's valuable, you know, or you know, the 10 best ways to invest 50K right now. People give you their email address and you give them the lead magnet. The lead magnet has to be valuable. You know, it has you can't have BS. If it's crap, then people don't trust you. Now you've given them something of value, they go, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. And that is when you can start indoctrinating them. So use an email marketing funnel and you can start like sending them nice podcasts you've you've been on, you know, news articles that are about you, other customers that you've helped. Start showing them about you and why you're an expert. And then you can lead them, you know, down the path to like, hey, now let's book a call and and, and you know give me your money. And actually just on that, one of our customers who's a big time painter, he has franchises in like seven or eight states in the US. He like knows every painter in, in the US. He was telling me that most painting companies are doing about 200K and really struggling. And the ones that are smart enough to have email marketing set up are doing about 2 million, like a 10X difference from email marketing. Like what better investment are you ever going to get than that? So backlinks, content people search for, you still got to do the SEO. You still got to do the keyword research, but you're saying you need backlinks to go along with it if you want to pop. You're not going to rank a website unless you have backlinks. That's for sure. So a, a tricky thing with keyword research too is like you, you need to pick a battle that you can win. Like, you know, if you're a real estate investing company, don't go after the keyword real estate investing. Like it's going to be really competitive. You're not right. going to rank for it. It's going to take a bloody lot of time. So you need to like work out how to structure your website, but then yeah, because you want to make some money now. You don't want to be investing in your website for 10 years before it pops out any customers, right? Yep. And so go after keywords that you can you can win. Uh, like generally localized keywords, anything with the, with the geographical location is going to have less search volume, be less competitive. Like a keyword, they're called short tail and long tail. So if you think about like the keyword uh, smartphone, like that's really short tail. But like, what the hell is someone searching for when they search smartphone? Even if you rank for it, it's not going to convert really well. But if someone's searching for like how to buy an iPhone 4 on the south side of Chicago, like that's a really long tail keyword. It's going to be really easy for rank for. And if you sell iPhone 4s on the south side of Chicago, like that's your customer. It'll convert really, really well. So the longer the tail, generally the better they convert as well. So like... Makes sense. Yeah. More defined. Understanding the search intent is really, really important. 
So I see a lot of people that will look at keyword research though. And like what, when you're looking at the numbers, like how much do you need to see? Like if I'm looking for a term and I'm sure we'll get into some real estate content, but let's just say I'm looking for a very specific term of how to short sell my house or how to avoid foreclosure in New Jersey, right? That might be a long tail keyword, right? Very specific to the state, how to, how to answer that problem. Yeah. So like how to avoid foreclosure versus how to avoid foreclosure in New Jersey, like that's good because it's added that little bit of location what's going to make it less search volume, less competitive. As to what keywords to focus on with how much search volume, you really need to start with how many customers do you want? Like that's where we start from. We don't like go, how much traffic do you want? Like where do you want your business to be in 12 months time? You know, because generally you can't, uh, you know, you can't go from 10 leads a month to a thousand leads a month overnight. Anyway, you need a growth arc. And once you're at a thousand, you need to maintain that because you've probably got more staff members now, more expenses. So you need that stability. And that's what digital marketing can give you. But that's where you need to start. How many customers do you want? And so often, like we'll we'll be on a, a call with initial strategy with the customer and go, well, how many how many more customers do you want? They go, oh, more. And they really, they really don't know that because a, a lot of people fell into business, you know, not knowing much about business. You know, like I, I was the same, you know, I, I've spent a lot of time like working out plans. In fact, one of the things that we, we did, like we, we didn't have a plan to start with, I'm just shooting from the hip, you know. Uh, but one thing I've did recently, there's a great book by Michael Hyatt called The Vision Driven Leader. And it's about how to build like a three-year plan. And me and our core team spent a lot of time building out our, our three-year plan with like numbers of everything. Like how many leads do we need coming in and customers coming in? When do we have to hire staff and things like that? It takes a bloody lot of work, but man, is it is it really impactful? Like not only for me to understand where the company's going, like to be able to share that with the team and go, this is our growth arc. This is what you all need to do. And then you can set KPIs for that. And so we know exactly how many leads we need coming in, you know, and we know if we're hitting target or if we're below. And that's really where you should start too before you even have a marketing strategy. Where do I want to be in 12 months? But sometimes that's difficult if you don't know how to look that up. Like, especially if like you're focusing on Naples, you don't know how many people are looking to sell a house in Naples. Most people don't know how to do market research you know they don't have the budget of coca-cola where they can send out you know a thousand people on the street to ask people stuff but you can do really good market research with keyword research you know you can see that there's this many people searching these keywords and how it's how it's trending so that that's the sort of clarity it can give you for your business as well let's break down some content get some uh give these guys uh some some things to chew on let's start with sellers traditional residential sellers what would be some seller topics? And then let's go through like an exercise. Let's just take a general topic, then how we make it into a long form or a long tail keyword versus short. And let's see how uh, we'll give them some things to take away. Yeah. So the tool I mentioned for Ahrefs is really awesome tool. So you can do what's called keyword gap analysis. So you can put in like your main competitors, like, you know, Google, you know, real estate, sell, sell my house, Naples, or buy a house, Naples, whatever your kind of main, main topic is. You can put it in there. You should already know who your local competitors are. Put it in a Ahrefs and it'll show you what keywords they're ranking for that you're not ranking for. And then you can also use, use those terms to work on your content. So you don't want to just be focusing on one keyword, right? So every article should have one primary keyword and at least three secondary keywords. 
The primary keyword goes in the title tag in the H1. The secondary keywords go in the description in the H2s. And it's really important to get this stuff. Like the title tag and the description, that's what's going to come up when people search for you, right? So someone searches something and that's what comes up in the top 10. So there's 10 search results on the front page of Google and the amount of clicks that they get is certainly not even, right? If you're down the bottom, you're getting around 3 to 4% of the clicks. If you're at number one, you get 10 times the amount of traffic. It's like, it's about 33% from the top of my head. Yeah, like, that. like that's a massive difference, you know? And so making sure that you have a good title tag and description, not only like, does that help you rank better? It helps you get the click, you know? Cause it's like, if it's, even if you were ranking in the title tags, not as relevant, like you're not going to get the click. So, you know, adding that in is really, really valuable. It does two other things as well. Based on your domain authority is how much crawl budget Google gives you. So the internet is really, really, really big. And even Google with all of its massive computers, it can't look at the whole internet all the time. And your website changes all the time. So Google has to decide how often am I going to come back and look at your website and how much time am I going to spend analyzing it? And so it gives you a crawl budget. And that's based on your domain authority. So the more backlinks you have to your website is the more time Google will spend analyzing your website and the deeper it'll go. And if you don't have things like a title tag and description set, then Google has to spend time on that and it won't have more time to analyze your content further. It's really important to have good site structure. And another thing with that is having good site structure is so important that you don't get what's called keyword cannibalization. So one of our customers is John Lee Domus from Entrepreneurs on Fire, massive business podcast. Yeah. And one of his big huge time, affi- yeah, huge. One of his big time affiliate programs is how to start a podcast. And he was ranking really well for him and, and making a lot of money. And so he made more and more content about how to start a podcast. And then he got what's called keyword cannibalization where Google's not sure which page to rank for it. And they, all of the pages start pulling each other down and then none of them are ranking for it. And yeah. And we, it took us ages because he started podcasting like 10 years ago, you know, before it was cool. And so, you know, it's kind of easier back then. And, you know, he's just added crap on crap on crap. And after 10 years, your site is bloated and a mess. So and we he, was, spent, he was targeting the same keyword too often. So you could over-target your own keyword on your site. For sure. You can't just keep writing, you know, sell a house Naples, sell my house Naples. You can't keep doing that. Or you'll- See, tra- Traditional logic would tell us that's the right move though, right? They'd say, hey, if I want to rank for sell a house in Naples, I'm going to create a whole lot of shit content on sell a house Naples. And then guess what? Everyone's going to think when they sell a house Naples that my shit's going to pop up. No, that's why well, it's really important to understand how keyword research works and then building a site structure so that you have your main homepage. What's that going to rank for? Your main category pages, what are they going to rank for? And then you have supporting content. So this is how supporting content works. So if you're looking at selling my house Naples, then you want to have supporting content around Naples, you know, like things to do in Naples. A, a really good example is one of our customers who's a five-star hotel. One of their main keywords is Hotel Sydney. And they're up against Agoda, Booking.com, Hotels.com, you know, billion-dollar websites. You know, it's really hard to fight these guys. And so we did a content plan for them about best beaches in Sydney, best parks in Sydney, best walks in Sydney, which are, you know, things that someone that's going to a holiday to Sydney is searching for. So you bring traffic in that way. And then you have a nice call to action that's sent them to your money page, but it also builds up your overall relevancy around hotels in Sydney. So the same, if you're selling a house in Naples, you have information about like, what is a new 
someone that's looking to move to Naples, what's the best schools in Naples? You know, like, you know, you need to do the keyword research and understand what's good about Naples, but what is someone that's going to be looking to buy a house going to be searching for in Naples? You know, add content like that, builds up your relevance around Naples, you know, how to invest in Naples, where to, where to invest in Florida, things like that. You know? Interesting. So folks, so you're telling me that real estate agents have to create more content, not just about homes and real estate. Like you actually have to create content in your community. That helps as well. I mean, generally, like most realtors, it's that not that competitive. Like I was looking at the Sotheby's website last night and man, like it is crap. Like they've got such massive domain authority. They could be doing like 10 times the amount of traffic with, with very little amount of effort. You know, they just don't understand SEO. And that's like pretty much every market that we we get a new customer in we're like holy crap this is like I'm, I'm like man i should ditch this seo game and move into real estate like the market is wide open there because most realtors just don't understand it and you know you're looking for localized keywords so it's really easy so focus on those first but then once once that's kind of saturated you can like get into all these informational content as well and man you can own your market so let's start with the core content on a realtor site what would be the core content that a real estate agent should have? And he's mentioned a couple of things. I don't know if you guys have caught that, like core pages versus like just having um, like just core pages on your site that you use over and over again, that really, there's a lot of different ways you could look at that. But what are the, what is that, I guess, for a real estate agent? Yeah. So like we do a few different types of keyword research and the, the main ones is like, in fact, I'll just, I'm just opening up Avery Carr's one right now. So to give you an idea. So like her main category pages, like short-term rentals, rental investments, rental real estate, vacation rentals, rental real estate for professionals, cabins and log houses. So that's like her main category pages. So we need to look at, you know, what are the keywords? What's the, what's the search volume? We always look at what's the cost per click as well. So Google makes zero money from SEO, right? The organic listings are free. You know, they make money for, from Google ads uh, and they want people to click on those ads as much as possible, but only about two to 6% of people click on ads. So even if you have a high converting ad, you're missing out on 94% of the traffic, which isn't great. Other reason we don't really recommend AdWords or Google ads is because, you know, it's expensive for one, but it's not compounding where SEO, you know, what you spent last month, you get this month, the next month. So it's a way better long-term investment. But the reason that we look at the cost per click is just generally a keyword that's $9 per click is going to convert better than a keyword that's 20 cents. And so you can look at Ahrefs again, which is a fabulous tool. It shows you like keyword competitiveness. And so if you can see stuff that's a high cost per click, like if it's 20 or $30 per click and a low competitiveness, like that's probably going to be a really good keyword for you. So like if you don't have a very powerful website, like looking at some the keywords that are 100 searches a month, they're usually really easy to rank for and, you know, they can be super valuable. So, you know, we've got Avery's main category pages. Then we have her local pages. You know, she uh, focused on Tennessee and Florida. But if you like log cabins are, is what her bread and butter is. And man, like log cabins for sale in Tennessee, like that actual keyword is there's 200 searches a month. It's only 40 cents per click with ads and like the, the competitiveness is nothing. It's like so easy and like 200 people a month for that one keyword that are searching for, you know, Tennessee mountain cabins for sale. 
you know, how, how many leads are you going to generate from that? You know, if you look at all of these, like cabins for sale in Tennessee, Tennessee cabins for sale, log cabins for sale in Tennessee, Tennessee log home with a mountain view for sale, those four keywords alone add up to what, 4,000 searches a month? Man, like, and they're super easy to rank for. So that's where you need to start with. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm probably rambling a little bit much She's here. She's probably, but... and you're creating one blog, <laughs> one blog per keyword once you're figuring it out and you're just hitting them as you go. Well, not kind of blogs. So you need to you need to have pages on your website and blogs posts on your website. So the pages are things that don't change where the, the posts do kind of update, you know? Right. So the pages is how you structure your website. So it's like slash, you know? So that's what I mean, like amazon.com slash movies slash music slash fashion. That's your main category page. Then you have a breakdown of that, of your subservices of that, like, you know, men's and women's for fashion and then like summer and autumn or whatever your, your categories are. And that shows you that the, you know, the, the men's fashion page isn't as important as the fashion page. And you need to have good keyword targeting. What is that main page going to focus on? Like, you know, Tennessee real estate and then Smoky Mountains, Smoky Mountains real estate, and then a sub, sub page under that. Then you have your, your blog pages, which is like, you know, how to invest in the Smoky Mountains or the best areas to invest in Tennessee, things like that. And that's supporting content that helps the, the main log cabin page rank. Does that make sense? Yep. It's like a spider web that builds out of each other is what we're saying, you guys. So let's walk through, give them some, let's give them some ideas on different types of content and what they can create. Let's go through and do a couple, um, call it. So actually a, a really good way to look at your own website is if you go to, go to Google and type site S I T E colon and your domain name with no spaces. And this shows all of the pages that you have indexed in Google and what they look like when they come up in, in, in this, in Google search. If your homepage isn't the number one you've got some serious site structure issues and you need to get that fixed. But what you can look at is the title tags and description. Anytime you see a dot, dot, dot after the title tag or dot, dot, dot after descriptions means they're not set to the right length and that's not good either. But just go through them all and go, can you clearly see what that page is trying to rank for? If it's about you, if it's got your brand name in it, you're wasting space. If people are searching for your brand name, you're probably already number one for your brand name. If you're not, then you've got some serious problems. But like, it doesn't need to be there. No one's going to click on anything because they see your brand. Your brand's probably not that well known. But, you know, like even if you're like Amazon does convert better than any other e-commerce website because people know and trust Amazon. And, you know, that's the, that's the power of having a brand. But if people are searching for your name, then that's what they're looking for. What you want to be showing is what's the problem that you solve. So that needs to be in every title tag and description. And so as I was talking about before, like with crawl budget, that's how much time Google spends on your, on your website. And the same with domain authority. It's like a cake. The more pages you have, the more slices you have. And the better your site structure, the better you can show that this main category page gets a big slice and these other pages get a smaller slice. But if you go through, like, through Google, through the list and see pages that shouldn't be there, like thank you pages or, you know, pages that aren't relevant or even small, uh, thin content pages, any pages that are less than 500 words of content, you should de-index them. So there's a tag, if you use WordPress, it's called no index. And that just tells Google. So the Google bot, when it's crawling around, it'll look at that and go, oh, cool. You don't want to index this page. So it'll remove it from the index, give your domain authority back to the other pages 
And, you know, you won't waste your crawl budget on those pages. So like that's a really easy way to audit a website to make sure your tags and descriptions are keyword focused and that you don't have any crap indexed. Very interesting, dude. Yeah, I'm in the process of doing something very similar to my website. I've been taking notes, uh, writing down some of these different things I've been doing. Because I've been going back and I don't, and uh, SEOing them, just doing all the content I never did it with. Just like I said, I was creating a bunch of stuff I thought was cool that no one searches for. And it was a giant waste of time. Yeah, and, so uh, like bad content on your site hurt you. Well, like, yeah. What, if you have a real estate agent that has a site, and what if they wrote a blog, for example, on a car show? That has nothing to do with their local geographic area. Can content non-relevant to your main site's purpose hurt your site? It's going to like take down your relevancy. I mean, just just one article is not going to like change things completely. But you know, if you're a realtor and you just had random stuff, like you know, you got a dentist and a and a boat show and a you know how to build a spacecraft, like eventually Google's going to go, what the hell is this website about? You know, it just doesn't make any sense. So like, yeah, the more niche specific you can keep everything, the better. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't want stuff that, you know, how to walk your dog. Like it, it just doesn't make any sense. You want to keep it all relevant to what you, what your website's ranking for. And, you know, especially your local area, like, you know, the best, best schools in Naples, like that's certainly relevant to, to ranking in Naples. What type of websites are you recommending for people? We get that question all the time. Cause there's so many of these websites. Uh, I see this, this is probably one of the biggest questions we get. I see a lot of agents will, um, they have like these sites they don't own. They basically lease them and they're paying like $1,500 for these sites. And I'm like, honestly, it doesn't really make that much sense to create any content on that because that site's going to be obsolete in about 12 months when their strategies don't work anymore. So what are your thoughts on that? And what is your advice? Yeah. Don't be, don't be investing money into a website that you don't own. That's a, that's a no, no. Um, yeah, having subdomains of, of like, you know, of the Sotheby's website and stuff, it's like, that's crap too. Don't waste your time on them. So there's all these fast website builders like Wix and Squarespace. They're all crap. Like there's some statistic of how many, how many Wix websites gets traffic from Google and it's nearly zero. Like they are so hard to rank. That was, they, that was, that was my next question. Like, can you rank and why is that? Like, cause a lot of people ask us all the time, what kind of website and we create content, right? Great. We create content, on people's websites, not so much from an SEO perspective as you do, but more on a, on a personal branding side. And that's one of the biggest questions they get is like, what kind of site should I use? And I, it saddens me when I see people spend all this time and I'm like, dude, if you're going to start, if you want to start building on your site, it's got to be a site you're going to own long-term because in a year from now, we're going to have 24 pieces of content on this thing or however many. Yeah. We're so, I, I mean, I, I, I just uh, finished listening to dot-com secrets by uh, Russell Brunson, which is a fabulous book. And that guy is a hell of a marketer and he has a, a company called click funnels, which build, you know, it's a great tool and builds funnels, which yes, are basically sales funnels. You know, you get someone to buy your lead, get your lead magnet, and then you know, move through your funnel. What he does is sends paid traffic to it. So whether it's through YouTube ads or Facebook ads or Google ads, which you know, it clearly works. Or Facebook and Google wouldn't be worth anything. But yeah, you know, one thing that he like always says at the start of his podcast is like, you know, those those companies that cheat and get venture capital. We're we're here for the bootstrap entrepreneur, which is it's an, a nice. Uh, thing to say, but really like if you're using paid traffic, anyone with bigger pockets can come and take that, that money away, right? That traffic away. You're not safeguarding your business. Like if someone in your 
your area, say you're looking at Naples and you're buying all the ads and you're doing really well. And then some giant real estate company wants to come and spend more money. They can buy all your traffic and your traffic goes away overnight. Where SEO, that can't happen. Like it, like you're building up an asset that's stronger and stronger and, and gets more and more traffic month after month. Yeah, and you build a ring of defense around, around your website that it's not going to go away. Folks, we've said it on the show plenty of times. If you are a person just chasing after lead after lead, you're just a salesperson chasing a check. And the difference is really playing the long game because yeah, as you create that site, it does become valuable. Most people in the industry don't know this, but there are companies that build online properties that generate organic traffic. Then they exit those properties and they sell them like for a lot of money. Because when you own the audience and you own search, it's like I said at the beginning of the show, it's, it's equivalent from the way your guys' brains think, at least. It's equivalent to having that great location on location, location, right? So that's really what we're talking about is, I just wrote this in a, in a blog today and someone was asking me, this is all about placement at the end of the day. Whether you're having placement through your personal brand and you have attention in their heads, or whether you have placement on Google, which is what we're talking about here, and you're popping up first on search, um, you're buying placement or you're running ads and you're paying to be in a place that other people aren't. We're talking about placement. And at the end of the day, a lot of this is like attention based, like the first place, like people don't go to page two of Google. I never have. I mean, no one does. rarely, <laughs> nobody else does either. So it's very, very, very good stuff. And it's uh, most of you guys think that you cannot rank a site anymore. Chris is here telling us quite the opposite. Um, it's funny, Mike, what, what you just mentioned there is some good friends of mine have a company called Empire Flippers, and that's exactly what they do is sell websites. So most SEOs don't do client SEO like we do. We, we help businesses get more customers. Most SEOs, well, they're nerds and they just want to sit behind their computer and rank websites. So they'll build websites selling anything, selling vacuum cleaners, selling books, selling whatever, pillows, affiliate websites. A lot of them send traffic to Amazon. Like, so you can have like, here's the 10 best gaming chairs and you can send them to Amazon. And if that person buys anything on Amazon, you get paid. They might land on the gaming chair page, but then they you know buy a big screen TV and you get that affiliate commission. And man, if you go to Empire Flippers, they have their profit report for their quarter. Holy crap. They're selling like eight figure websites. Like, you know, the, the, it's a really great investment. And a lot of people understand that now is that, oh, I can buy a website and it's an investment. There's companies that, because some people that have lots of money, they'll real go, and, yeah, they'll go and buy estate. a website and then don't know how to manage it. And so then another company will manage it for them. And it's just like real estate. Yep. <laughs> Folks, half the battle is getting found. The other half is earning their trust, which is the content on your site. But that's a whole nother um, yeah. show. <laughs> um, Chris, why don't you go ahead and uh, leave us any closing thoughts um, that you have? And let's go ahead and open up the floor and you can tell, uh, I think you have a gift for some of these guys and gals today. I, I, I do indeed, Mike. So, you know, like that is that is the biggest problem that we fix. You know, most, most businesses go out of business because they can't get enough customers. And, you know, get your message in front of where your potential customers are actively looking. And there's no better way of growing your business. So if you go to our website, Ardor SEO, that's A-R-D-O-R-S-E-O.com slash dudes, there's a landing page there where if you put in your details, I'll personally do a video review of your website and your market. So I'll show you exactly how many people are searching. You know, you, you, you tell me what your geographical location or your, where you're focused. I can hopefully tell from your website. I'll show you exactly how many people are searching every single month for exactly what you do and show you some simple things that you can change yourself to get your message in front of where they're looking and predictably grow your business. 
Plus, if you leave Mike a review, we'll give you a special bonus as well. Sweet. Well, we appreciate it, dude. Folks, if you uh, better been taking notes today, SEO is not dead. There's just some other tricks you uh, need to utilize nowadays to actually take advantage of it. But probably the fastest way to do it is, let's be honest, you guys are not a um, SEO artist. Is hiring somebody like Chris to do all this crap for you because he's right. Once you own that search, it, you'll be there for quite a while. And just having that, um, just what would that do for your business? So folks, we appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude. You guys know how to find us. We want to create your content and build your personal brand with video. So whatever you need to do, we will script, edit, and distribute your video content for you and make sure nobody in your network forgets about who the hell you are. More importantly, when people do find out who you are, that they're actually believe you're a human being and they can actually trust you because you're fucking human. That's it. Folks, we appreciate you. Go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on um, Facebook, follow us on Instagram and all the rest of the social profiles. And we will see you guys next week on another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. We appreciate you guys. Thank you, Chris. That was an awesome show, dude. Uh, Appreciate it. I got a couple of questions for you when we end this thing, Uh, but uh, we'll see you guys next week. Appreciate y'all. Bye. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.